the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams, coming to you live from Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. A little bit different today. We're actually not on the front porch at this moment, but we are inside at Porky's. You'll see our banners as you drive by, and look forward to having you come on up and join us for a great lunch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka and get your weekend started off just right. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro. We have a great show for you today. Of course, as we're moving into spring and headed towards the end of the year, uh, a lot of great things are happening with Blue Daughter Sports. Just briefly, the Apopka High volleyball team won, captured a district championship, and now they will advance to play for a state tourney, um, state tournament opportunity. Flag football lost to to Wekaiva in the district, and there was huge news on that front. Coach Matt Hoovers announced that he would be stepping down as uh, head coach of Apopka Flag Football. Of course, he started the program, and uh, you know, he captured one of our state championships over the course of his great career there. We'll be talking about that uh, later, of course, on Blue Darter Sports Central. And um, another huge story, other huge stories are Apopka Softball uh, is in the process of having their best season ever. And Apopka Blue Daughter Baseball is now um, captured their fifth win in a row last night at DeLand. And we're pleased to be joined by uh, head baseball coach, Coach Mike Daniel, right now over the phone. Later, we look forward to having uh, Russell Wombles, athletic director, join us here at Porky's and uh, Coach Rolson as well. So we got a great show, action-packed show for you today. Unfortunately, John Perry will not be joining us. I suspect he's uh, busily prepared with um, Apopka Foliage Festival preparations yep. with the paper. But it's great to have you joining us. And now we're going to go to Coach Mike McDaniel. Hello, Coach. Thank you for joining us. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. You know, it's um, a lot of great things have happened just since we've spoken, Coach. You know, the most recent is a road victory last night against DeLand High School. Of course, those who follow baseball closely throughout Central Florida know that DeLand, and I don't know specifically how what kind of team they've got this year, but I know that they're a really a hotbed for baseball, and they've got a phenomenal a baseball tradition at De, in DeLand, generally in, at DeLand High School. Uh, but first of all, just tell us a bit about the game last night. Yeah, I mean, it's no different. Uh, they, they're still really good. Um, you know, we had an opportunity to play the game at uh, Stetson uh, at uh, Meckmanfield, where, where Stetson plays their game. And um, you know, it was uh, a good atmosphere. Um, you know, Jared Tyner, uh it's a great game uh, again last night. You know, it's been his third start in a row where he's been really, really good. And um, you know, we you know uh, have used uh, you know the pitching to, to put us where we are. You know, right now we're playing much better, and, and a lot of part of it is because of, of those kind of games by our, by our pitching staff. Now, you know, as I said, we. Put together five huge wins here. Um, off the top of my head, I'm thinking you had a great win versus Dr. Phillips. I'd like to talk about that a little bit um, with you today. Um, you know, it's actually a blowout win where the bats really exploded, and we got great pitching. That picked up two victories over Week Hiva, um, and then also we defeated Okoy on the road. So you you know you had a lot of you've, you've put together not only five consecutive victories but but a, a variety of different kinds of victories, home victories, road victories, close games, blowout games. Um, what what would you just like to, to start talking about right now over, over this course of this well, you know, winning streak? We 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 have been uh, after last night. 
Uh, I think it's like our 20th or 21st game where we've been in the fifth inning or later of a one-run baseball game uh, against a, a top 25 schedule. And I, I feel like that is uh, part of the process of, of that is we're trying to uh, prepare ourselves for the playoffs and, and get ourselves hot in time to, to go in you know, to that district tournament and have an opportunity to advance to the regional. And, and that's always the goal. And, you know, we struggled early with, with a young team and then, you know, had a couple of injuries. And we've had some guys that we've relied on that, that haven't had tremendous years, um, but they're turning it around. And even the guys that are struggle, have struggled or continue to struggle, they're still fighting through it and they're not giving up. And our starting pitching has been, you know, phenomenal over the last eight games, really. Um, and it has sparked our offense. Uh, you know, when, when we know that we're going to go out there and get a start from one of those guys and hold other teams down to one or two runs, uh, the hitters liven up a little bit and, and know that they don't have to try to do anything extra. And, and I think that was, you know, part of the Dr. Phillips game. It was close for a while. And our guys saw that, um, you know, the effort that, that we got from Brewer. And they just took it to a different level. And, you know, that happens. And, and it's contagious. You know, hitting is contagious. You know that, um, you know, from being a baseball guy yourself. And, you know, one guy gets hot. And the next thing you know, you, you got three or four guys that uh, see that and want to try to do the same things. And, and that's really been the, the, the story of the turnaround, in my opinion. You're exactly right. You know, that's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I haven't even mentioned this to anybody, and I don't think we've we've spoken since this particular game uh, in person, but we've texted. But, you know, um, the Dr. Phillips game, I think that was a perfect example of hitting being contagious. You know, it's like we, we were getting the great pitching effort, and I believe that was, it was Tyner, right, that, that, that pitched against Dr. Phillips. Uh, in the home game, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, and, and he you know, had a great. He was you know out there pitching a great game, and um, but then you know the bats just you know we we got it. We were ahead of him. I I think by we got four runs early, and then one thing that that really got my attention in that game was they got two runs in their half of the inning, somewhere around the fourth inning, I think it was, and then we came back and answered, and we got two more runs. You know, that's a sign, as you know, Coach, that's a sign of what good teams do, successful teams do. They, they answer. And then, you know, at that point, next thing you know, that just kind of blew the, the, the cork out of the champagne bottle, and, and everything just exploded, and we wound up with 11 runs in that game, including back-to-back home runs by Sofer and Prevesk, and, and I could just feel, I could almost feel all the, the frustration and the tension of the entire season just come, come pouring out of the champagne bottle that night. And can, can you, uh, you talk, talk about that Dr. Phillips game? Yeah, um, you're exactly right. Uh, you know, we scored some runs early um, and uh, had some really good approaches offensively. Uh, we built some walks in there, followed by some, some hits, you know, a double by Sofer uh, also in that game, and then he homered later. Um, and, and then, you know, when our guys see that, uh, you know, Previous comes up behind them and hits one, and it was a no-doubter. I mean, you were there, you saw it. Um, and that's, you know, that's how we have to play. Like we, but we created the, the first four runs. Like we, we did some things that we needed to do uh, with, you know, some running and some hitting and running and, and, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, I've always thought this team has the ability to play a variety of different ways. And I think you saw that in that Dr. Phillips game where we can run and we can hit and run and we have some power. Um, and, and surprisingly, you know, the power is coming along, along later in the season. And, um, you know, usually it happens earlier because you've got guys coming out of the weight room and they're strong, but um, these guys have done it, you know, towards the end, which we all, we'll always take that. Um, you know, the timeliness of it was, was really nice to see because that had eluded us a lot early on, and I know that you've seen some of that as well. Um, where we will leave eight, nine runners on in the game. And that, in that game, I don't think we did that. We're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel, Blue Darter baseball coach. Popka is, after the victory last night, on the road at DeLand, having a five-game winning streak. And, Coach, can you uh, – 
you know, once again, getting back to that Dr. Phillip game, you know, it was really also great to see just the, the energy and the enthusiasm uh, and the happiness uh, that the guys had, you know, as they were experiencing that, that big victory against, a, you know, an outstanding team. Um, you know, can you, you, you kind of talk about, you, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, how guys, even though <clears throat> some have struggled, even as, as a team, we went through our, our rough patch of struggling, guys continued to, to, to battle. And can you talk about, you know, just the, the I guess the mindset of the team you know, and, and, and the way you know, where, where they are now and what was it that kind of kind of led them to be able to to have this turnaround? Well, anytime you, you can play well and, and be a team and a program like Dr. Phillips, I think it shows you that you can play with anyone. And they've been very successful uh, as a program, and, and you know they have a new coach who has won a, a couple of state championships at Finnegan before he came here. And, you know, our kids, they're not, you know, blind to the fact that, that Dr. Phillips is uh, one of the elite, you know, programs in Florida, just like Apopka has been. And, you know, whenever those two programs go head-to-head, like, it's, it's a historic, uh, you know, matchup. Uh, I don't want to say it's a robbery, but it's a great matchup that's always happened. And so when our kids go out and, and know that they can compete on the same level, uh, and that they, they actually can, can win in those games, um, it takes a lot of pressure off of them. Um, and that's something that all year long we've, you know, on our schedule that there's so many great programs that, that we have from game one to <laughs> game 25. So uh, I think just knowing uh, that they can do that, that they can compete against anybody, uh, it, it, it's kind of a relief. For them, um, and you know, a lot of the guys that we have on the field haven't really been in those situations. But uh, until this year, and now that they've experienced it, uh, it's something that has opened their eyes to say, "Hey, you know, there's nobody that that we're going to back down from, and there's nobody that uh, is you know better than us." And, and I think that's that's the stuff that you know, as a coach, you try to get out of them and you try to push through them and. Uh, but they have to believe it, you know, at the end. And, you know, maybe in the beginning they didn't, but that game was a, a game that turned, you know, their, their hopes into belief. We're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel, Blue Rider baseball coach. And, uh, Coach, can you – we've got about two minutes before we go to our break. And and, you, and will you be able to stay with us when we come back from the break? Yeah, I should be able to. Great, great. I just wanted to, you know, tonight was a game we originally had scheduled to broadcast. I guess it was originally it was going to be against Gateway from Osceola County. Uh, that fell through. Then you went out and found Oak Ridge, and I guess that's fallen through too. So I guess we will not be playing tonight. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Um, you know, Gateway, you know, it's, a, it's a shocker to all of us uh, in the baseball world because they've been uh, very successful uh, and been in, a, in the regional tournament for the last uh, seven out of the last eight years. And uh, when they built the, the new t- the new high school that we'll play on next Wednesday, uh, it took a lot of their, their players and a lot of their their kids from their school. They didn't have enough kids to, to compete uh, on the varsity level. And then so when that happened and, and they called me, uh, we tried to replace them with Oak Ridge, and then apparently they have to make up a district game today. Uh, so we won't be able to play, which, you know, we wanted to play. It uh, would have been our fourth game of the week. It uh, would have been a challenge, but, um, you know, some things we can't control, and that's one of them. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, we've already had a pretty full week, <laughs> three games and three wins. We, uh, you know, it's, it's been a great week for Blue Darter Baseball. And uh, we're going to go to our break here. And when we come back, we'll continue to speak with Coach Mike McDaniel. Before we go to break, well, of course, I want to remind you, First of all, we're coming to you live from Porky's. We're inside. We're not on the front porch at the moment. Blue Darter Sports Central. Excuse me. That our friends are at Florida Door Solutions support Blue Darter Sports Central. All of the broadcasts of Apopka Blue Darter Athletics you hear on 1520 WBZW. And so, want to of course remind you that whenever you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. We'll be right back from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. 
It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Now we are we're coming, still coming to you from Porky's, but now we are out on the front porch. The, the, the weather took a turn in our favor, and uh, we've got blue sky, sunshine. There's a, exactly, and so we're happy to be with you out on the front porch at Porky's. Coach Mike McDaniel, Blue Darter baseball coach, is joining us right now. We look forward to being joined at Porky's a little bit later by Russell Wombles, a Blue Darter athletic director, and Coach Jeff Rolson, the football coach. Um, but right now we're speaking with Coach McDaniel. And, and Coach, and now I'd like to, you know, along kind of the same lines we're talking about is, um, you know, continually getting better, hanging in there, persevering. There was a game versus Olympia, who, of course, is one of the elite teams in, in the state, in not only Florida, but in the country. And we played a wonderful game that game. Uh, we got great pitching, and, you know, we lost it at the end. I mean, a true, the epitome of, of a heartbreaker uh, in, in the game of baseball. Now, one of the things that I thought about at that, after that game was, looking on the positive side was look we just went toe-to-toe with one of the best teams you know that you could that you could play in high school and 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 we did a lot of good things we didn't get the win you know got away from us but 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 you know there were a lot of good things to be taken from that game now the one thing i was a little bit concerned about was and thinking even thinking about myself personally i didn't think that way when i was in high school i mean any game you lost was a disaster no, no matter what the circumstances um but i was just kind of wondering and i was hoping that the guys w- would be able to grab on to the positive things they did and hold on to them apparently that's happened to a certain extent but can you kind of you know i know it's probably a little it's painful because that was a was it was just an incredibly you know bitter loss but can you look back to, to that game and, and maybe see uh, you know, what, what the impact was on, on the rest of the season? Yeah, you know, that game was, you know, we were up 3-1 in the seventh. And, um, you know, they, they put a couple hits together. Um, and I think we misplayed a ball or something, and, and it led to a couple runs. And, um, you know, just one of those things where we had a guy, you know, in the game that, uh, on the mound that hasn't really been there because we, we've been looking for that closer type guy. And, you know, Weaver's been hurt and he was the guy that we had there, but he's had a, a leg injury. So uh, we were, you know, in a situation where the starting pitcher had, uh, you know, gotten up to the pitch count number. And, you know, in high school baseball now, that's a big deal. Um, you know, kids really can't go over 105 pitches um, in the start. If they do, then they got to sit out for eight days, um, and you know, not not just that, but you know, long term arm health is a good thing, uh, and it's made coaches happy to develop pitchers. And I feel like we have those, and um, looking for somebody to, to kind of fill that role and get us some outs uh, during that in that time, and, uh, and it just didn't happen, you know. Um, so we put ourselves in that situation, and, and you know, now we know. And I think that the kids know that uh, you know we were we were that close to you know being a, a team that uh, knocks off them into the one seed. You know we would things might have shaken out a little bit differently, but at the end of the day, you got to play all of them. So you know, in our district, uh, you're going to have to play Olympia, and you're going to have to play Brantley and West Orange. Like if you're going to win the district championship, you're going to have to beat some of those teams. And our kids know that, and they know they can do it, and they've proven that they can compete with them toe to toe. And um, I think knowing, you know, again, that you can compete against those teams, it goes a long way. And especially with this young group of guys, uh, they know that they can be in there. And, and baseball is baseball. Anything can happen. Um, but if you do the things you're supposed to do, and that's, you know, make routine plays and, and, and pitch the way you're supposed to and, and get some time to hit, you know, then that's a good formula to, to go a long way. And you know, I, I just have a good feeling about our team after that game is they were like, you know, this is, this is enough. Like we're we've been in all these games. We're gonna figure out a way to win them, and and that's what's happened over the last two weeks. Is like you know even last night. I get I mean it's a one-one game in the fifth or fourth, whatever it was. And you know again that's our twentieth time being in there. Like we we figured out like hey we can do this and we're gonna figure out a way to do it. Um, and we got some you know some crutch hits and you know we've done some things in practice. You know working on finishing. 
And, you know, we call them darter outs. You know, like the last, you know, nine outs of the game are darter outs. Like, you got to go get them. And, you know, we have to, you know, we, we've talked about staying in the do. You know, we don't worry about the don't and the did. Um, we stay in the do. And the do, you know, on defense is make a play. The do on the mound is make a pitch. The do at the plate is get the job done. And that's something that, that we've thrived on. And, you know, next pitch. And, and that's something that uh, I think in high school baseball, you know, maybe sometimes we try to do too much. And, and so we've limited the things that we do and, and heightened our focus uh, to make ourselves, you know, compete, pitch the pitch. And, you know, just stay in the do. And, and that's been our model for the last, you know, couple of weeks. No, that's great. And uh, speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel of Blue Daughter Sports Central, now, Coach, as we, as we look ahead, if, if I'm not mistaken, we've got one more regular season game, and that's against Lake Toho Opelika, a home game we, we uh, you know, that's on the schedule for us to broadcast uh, this coming Wednesday night. Can you uh, just tell us about what's, what's ahead for, for the baseball season? Of course, the, district, uh, yeah, you know, the playoffs start after night, that. And, yeah, that's our, that's our senior night, um, and we will uh, honor our seniors, our 10 seniors, um, that – uh, on our club and uh, against a new school, uh, never played them. Uh, this is their first inaugural season uh, playing you know, any sports, and uh, so it'll be something different for all of us. Um, and we're looking forward to a good night, you know, and then honoring those kids that have given us their, their time and their, their commitment and their efforts uh, in the program and making a special day for their families, um, you know, and have them around the, the program, you know, they're around the program daily, but like it'll be a little bit more uh, hands-on on on uh, Wednesday, and uh, you know we're looking forward to that and, and just seeing you know them uh, get a, a moment of, of recognition. Uh, you know that we don't you know do a lot of individual recognition stuff, but uh, this is their day and this is their time, and you know we'll have a, a senior-led practice on Tuesday, like I always let the seniors you know. Um, design practice uh, you know every day we design practice and that's their day to design it do things that they, they want to do and make it fun for them and uh, then we'll play the game on Wednesday and, and after that we'll turn our focus to the playoffs in which uh, we will host uh, Wakaiba on Monday the 6th in a 730 game at home and then the winner of that game will play Olympia the next day uh, over at Olympia very interesting yes it's said you know a lot of baseball still could be left to be played. And, of course, two big games, senior night game and the first game of postseason versus the Weekheimer Mustangs. Now, Coach, we're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel, Blue Darter baseball coach on Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Can you um, talk about the pitching? Because as, as, as things have evolved to the point we are now, um, you know, as, as you've said, I mean, it's pretty obvious, Pitching has been a, a big, a huge part of the success we've, we're having now and, and of, the, of the season thus far. Can you just talk about our, our, our pitching staff and you know the job that they've done and the things that you've done to, to coach them up? Well, you know, our pitching coach, Steve Stoles, he's, he's a, a really good pitching guy. Um, and his calm demeanor, uh, he's, he's a laid-back guy, you know, West Coast guy. He, his calm demeanor has, has helped him uh, through the struggles so, and, you know, we got some guys that uh, have kind of taken that personality of being even keel, which is what pitchers need to be. You know, they can never be too high or too low. They've always got to stay on the same, you know, plane emotionally. And um, he's done a great job with that, and even through the struggles. And, and they continue to work, you know, with him and, and with us, you know, as a staff. Um, we have a arm care program that we do and, you know, a throwing program that we do that, you know, allows those guys to be successful and, and you know, when they, they go out and start a game the next day, they're, they're right back to work doing their band series and flat grounds and long toss and bullpens and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you've just been consistent in the work with them and, and they've been consistent in, you know, trying to get better and, and you know, there's times when, when things happen to pitchers and they don't have that good feel for the breaking ball, you know, where the, the changeup isn't as good as it, it could be. And so, you know, during their work, they're always trying to tweak those things. And, you know, it's all feel. You know, when you're throwing, you know, fastballs, you can grip the ball and throw the ball and do whatever you need to. 
but you know when you're throwing a breaking ball or changeup, it's all about feel. And and I think he's done a good job with those guys trying to get the feel back and trying to um, you know just get their confidence and keep it at a high level and you know keep the competitive edge. You know, I said to Stallings you know the other day, it's like you know it's like he goes out and, and gives his best effort, but sometimes like his competitive edge uh, is up and down. And I think he's gotten that back in the last few starts, especially. Uh, you know, watching them, you know, pitch against Nikaiva uh, and pitch against Okoye this week. Um, he, he really has that, that sharpness back to him like he had in the beginning of the year. And, you know, that's a, a good sign because when he's, you know, the leader of the staff and he does that, it, it, it spills over to the rest of the guys. And, and you know, Brewers had some outstanding starts. And Tyner's had some, you know, those are our three starters. And they've, they've done a great job. And Grayson Adams has done a tremendous job. You know, he picked up his third save last night. Three for three in save opportunities. So, um, nice. So they've all, you know, kind of rallied around each other. And, and you know, baseball's a funny thing. The pitchers, you know, they, they all like to hang together. And the hitters all like to hang together. And, you know, obviously during the games and practices and stuff, we're, we're all together. But they're also working in their units. And uh, it's a nice thing to see, you know, and, and especially, you know, some of these, these guys that uh, haven't really experienced a whole lot of it. They're, they're learning so much, and, and now they're applying it to what they do each and every day. Uh, very exciting times for Blue Darter Baseball. And, Coach, it's great to have you join us. We look forward to broadcasting the game uh, against Lake Toho this coming Wednesday, and we'd uh, love to be out there. Hopefully we'll be out there for the first game versus Wekaiba as well as the district playoff start. And, you know, uh, um, appreciate you being here to talk about it. It's been great to follow the game this, this season thus far. And, you know, but once again, congrats on a great win last night at, at Deland. Thank you so much. You know, thank you guys for, for always being supportive and being behind us and, and it means a lot to us to have the community, uh, you know, in our side, in our favor all the time. Kids really, you know, respond to that, and they appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's, just, it's, it's great to be a Blue Daughter. One quick question before you go, and you'd mentioned, uh, you know, Weaver, you'd been counting on to be, uh, like, the closer, play the closer's role, and um, he's ha had an injury. Where, what is his status now? Uh, he's, he's coming back this week. He's off crutches. Uh, he's walking. Um, he's going to be allowed to run and, and throw next week uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. So we'll see where it goes to. Um, you know, we got a couple weeks ago, obviously next week to get through, uh, to get to the playoffs, and then we'll make a decision uh, at the end of next week to see where he's at, if he's able, going to be able to be on the uh, game one roster or not. Thanks for that update. Coach, have a great day. We look forward to seeing you. We'll see you on Wednesday, if not before. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Coach Mike McDaniel, Blue Daughter Sports Central. Boy, Joe, it's been great to see this turnaround the team has had. And, you know, it's, as you and I have talked about both on and off the air, and it wasn't apparent, I guess, to everybody or, you know, but, um, yeah, we weren't that when we were in that losing streak, if you will, or going through those tough times. You know, we, we weren't that far away from, from uh, you know, be, be, being a good team and, and being a team that could put together wins. And, um, you know, it's great to see that uh, kind of come into fruition here um, exactly when you want it to come into to play, you know, down the, the, the last stretch of the home stretch of the season. Yeah, you're right, Roger. You know, that, that rough patch hopefully is now behind us for the rest of the season. And we've got, you know, brighter days ahead. And it's really great seeing the bats explode. Like, you know, you were talking about, you know, when the, when the batting's there, the pitching's not there, obviously the bullpen got strong, and that's what we need. Because if you're going to put a hurler out there, you want nothing but strikes. Or at least, you know, throw something down that is, the infield's going to pick up easily. Yeah, and the yeah, starting pitching has really been a, a bulwark. And, um, you know, they, they've you know, put together five great games in a row here during this winning streak. But anyway, we look forward to broadcasting the game this coming Wednesday, senior night against Lake Toho. And... Uh, very excited about heading into postseason after that for Blue Darter Baseball. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joining you from the, live from the front porch at Porky's on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Garter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. 
I'm with Joe Ferraro. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. John Perry not joining us today. Give a shout out to John. I'm sure he's busy with pre-Foliage Festival activities. And we will be broadcasting there tomorrow from 11 till 1 p.m. So come on out and join us. And uh, Michelle Calcan's going to be there. Hopefully we could uh, drag you out there. That's always an arduous task. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> But yeah, I, def I look forward to being there myself. It's always a huge event. The Foliage Festival is a huge event. That's fun. Good. Kettle corn. And uh, you, Russell, you know, been texting with Russell, and uh, he will not be able to join us. I know that they're under, uh, the school, school is understaffed today, a lot of teachers out. And, uh, of course, there was huge news this week. You know, I'm still pretty devastated by it, but Russell uh, has announced, Russell Wombles, that he will be stepping aside as athletic director to Popka to take a job in private industry. And um, that's a big story, and we look forward to catching up with Russell to, to talk about all about that. Probably you know, why the school's short staff, because everybody's in mourning. And, and pay tribute to him uh, sometime soon on Blue Darter Sports Central. In the meantime, he's helped us uh, put together today's show and helped arrange uh, Coach Jeff Rolson to join us by telephone. And so let's go ahead and go to Coach Rolson right now. Hello, Coach. Hello. Hey, thanks for joining us. Great great to hear. This is Roger and Joe. Hey, Coach. Yes, sir. Good to be here. You know, spring football has now gotten underway. I guess you've been out there for about a week or more, uh, correct? Yeah, well, uh, Friday will be day five. And you know, can you just to start with, give us a little, um, you know, um, update, an overview. How, how have things gone thus far in, in the early days of spring football? Well, it's gone well. well we have uh, a lot of kids out there, uh, well over 100. We wow. kind of uh, installing a lot offensively. So it's it, that's going to be a learning curve and a process. But I've got uh, some outstanding coaches and great kids so it's been good uh, we'll be able to get the pads on next week so that'll tell us a little bit more about where we're at and what we need to work on now of course coach you've got a long history with the popka you were here for all of our uh, three state championships and um you know all, all of the all the appearance in the state championship game uh, as defensive coordinator you know going back for a long time now you actually stepped aside from coaching for a couple of years what was it that, that led you to come back? You want to come back, you know, and, and, and get back into uh, the head coaching role at Apopka? Well, I think Apopka uh, was the only job that I would have come back uh, and uh, wanted to be the head coach. And it's just a, a special program. I mean, it's, it's been a big part of my life, my family's life, my son, my wife. We've just uh, grown to love the place. And of course, we've been here and around it for 20 years. We've been, you know, we've stepped aside and taken other jobs and come back, but it's just a different place, and uh, I wanted to do everything I could to ensure that the uh, standards were stayed the same and the uh, on and off the field, so that's, that's what brought me back. You know, I know I think I speak for uh, you know, many people. We're excited about, to have you, about having you as our coach. Um, of course, as alumni and a former player, former letterman, I'm especially pleased. Of course, I keep a close eye on it. And uh, one of the things that, that, that means a lot to me that I feel good about, which I'm happy to share with everybody, is that, you know, that you do have a, a long history with the program. In fact, you're, you're, you have been an integral part of the success the program has had right. uh, for almost the last two decades. And um, you, may, you, know, you were part of that whole, whole foundation and success. So I... To me, that means a lot that we've got somebody who understands Apopka in general, you know, and um, you know, not every great coach might necessarily be a great coach for Apopka, um, you know, as, as a community and as a school. So uh, you, could you, can you just talk about that? And, I, and I've been reading the, the great interviews you've been having with John Perry and the Apopka chief. And, and I know one um, interview you talked about how many of the things – uh, the foundational principles of the program uh, over the past years, um, and I believe you started around 1999, if I'm not mistaken, or certainly around that time, um, were things that that were you know, that you felt strongly about and helped to institute. Can you can you talk about some of those foundational principles that that the program has had, you know, and, and that you you expect to continue to have under your leadership? Well, I think you know I was blessed to be able to come in '99 and 
Rick, uh, Rick was in year one, and I was right there with him. Um, I started out as a uh, linebacker coach, and then by midseason, I, I'd, uh, I'd been named the coordinator. But, you know, it was it was different year one. You know, we, we come off a couple of years, I guess, two, two or three win uh, seasons, and, you know, it was a little bit different. But we had talent coming through, and it was it was about – you know, trying to mold young men, and not so much just about wins and losses, but trying to make them better, better men. Uh, teach them how to handle adversity properly, how to deal with it. Um, be better husbands, fathers down the line. Attention to detail, and and uh, you know, to 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 walk uh, correctly. You know, be able to make decisions for, uh, as to what's right and what's wrong. And, you know, because I think everybody knows. Everybody has that small voice. They know what's right, what's wrong. And, we wanted to hold them accountable. We wanted to teach them discipline. And I think football in general is one of the last uh, bastions of, 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 of a sport where you can really mentor and tutor young men. And it's, it's difficult. It's physical. It's, it's, it's not a sport that you're going to play, uh, you know, lightly because it's way too much work. It's way too much work. So, you know, Rick came in. I was thankful to be with him. And, we uh, we were about accountability, discipline, moral character. You know, doing what's right, caring about those around you, and and I was blessed to be part of that. So, and we want to carry that forward. Thank you for sharing that with us. And you know, personally, I've said it many times, both on and off the air. To me, that was the best things that I liked about Coach Darlington's uh, tenure at Apopka, and there were a lot of things, of course, they liked, um, but that was, to me, the most important and the best was was the focus on building the young men off the field. As you said, the discipline, the accountability, the the, the mission, if you will, to help young men develop and, and turn into good men you know, once they uh, leave, leave school, and it's very it's great to hear. Well, I already knew that you were a huge part of that, but it's great to hear that'll be a, your primary focus going forward. Um, we're speaking with Coach Jeff Rolson, the new Apopka Blue Daughter football coach. Spring football started, uh, is into, into its fifth day now. Um, now, Coach, can you talk about uh, another thing that, you know, it's, as I mentioned earlier, the, the continuity? I think it's great that we've got the continuity with you ha- having been a b- big part of the success we've had here since 1999. Um, and I know you're going to have some of the assistants uh, that have been a big part of that uh, continue with us. Can you talk about the assistant coaches who will, uh, who have been on the staff that will continue to be on the staff and, um, and the roles that they will be playing? Well, uh, Matt Anderson has been here since, I believe, 2000. I first worked with him in Missouri in 96, so we've known each other a long time. So he came and he's been here ever since um he's been the defensive line coach he was defensive coordinator uh for a, a stint there in the late 2006 to 10 uh time frame but yeah, he's an awesome awesome man and he he loves the kids and he's a fantastic coach um we have uh marcus neeson who's been here the last couple of years and uh, he's helped with the db so he's returning uh bill coggle's been here since 2012 he's had two sons go through the program, uh, both fine young men, and he's uh, returning to the program. He's coached DBs for us. He's coached the offensive line um, last year, maybe the last two. Um, he was a head coach at Lyman for uh, a dozen years and had a lot of success, so he's going to uh, run our offense for us. Um, I have brought an old name back, a gentleman who was my secondary coach in 2001 when we won the state title for the first time, Ty Parker. He was at West Orange as the D.C. He started with Kaiva's program as the head coach. So I was able to get him back. So he's going to coach in the secondary with Marcus. I'll coordinate and coach the linebackers, and Matt does the uh, D-line. Offensively, talked about Bill. We've got uh, a couple new faces over there. I've got an offensive line coach, Kevin Falkus. He's been here before. He was here in the, uh, when Ty Enzer was here, um, and he co- he was my O-line coach when I was the head coach at Osceola. He's and he's been at Lakeland, so he's very experienced and excellent. And uh, I've got a young man named Danny Mendoza who played football at Colonial High School and is currently the uh, offense coordinator at Red Banks, New Jersey. He's coming in to coach our wide receivers. So, Very impressive. Yeah, that's, that's great. Where we that, are staff-wise. 
That sounds excellent. Thank you for sharing with us. We're going to uh, go to a break and um, and look forward to speaking with you when we come back from our, our short break. In fact, why don't we go ahead and get break just a little bit early. But before we take the break, though, I want to, of course, let everybody know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports Blue Darter Sports Central, our broadcasts of Blue Darter football, baseball, and basketball, and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, proud to support Apopka Blue Darter Athletics on Apopka's hometown radio station, 1520 WBZW. Take a quick break, and we'll come back with Coach Jeff Rolson live from the front porch at Porky's. So please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day to be a Popka Blue Darter. Joe and I are coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Pleased to be joined by on the telephone by Coach Jeff Rolson, the new head of Popka Blue Darter football coach. Of course, football, spring football is in its early days uh, across, at high schools across Central Florida, including Popka High School. Before we go back to Coach Rolson, I want to remind you and let you know, of course, that our Blue Darter baseball broadcast are presented by Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics. Baptiste Orthodontics offers braces for all ages, including traditional braces and clear aligners, such as Invisalign and Clear Correct. Baptiste Orthodontics is very pleased to support education in our community, and they're a proud partner of 40 Orange County Public Schools. Get over to see Dr. Andre Baptiste and the great staff at Baptiste Orthodontics in their <clears throat> new Apopka office located right across Kitland Nelson Park on Park Avenue. Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics Look forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. Now back to Coach Rolson. Now, Coach, we talked about uh, you know the continuity and you know, your long history with the program, uh, things that you know will essentially, I guess, r- remain consistent. But also, I know that you know Coach Darlington was a unique personality. He, you're a unique personality. Uh, Coach Darlington had things that he wanted. He did, you know, his way, if you will. I know that you'll have things that you'll want to do your way. What are some of the things that, that, that ways that we, um, that the things the program might change under your leadership? Well, I, you know, I think the, the the foundation of it and and our expectations and accountability is all going to be the same. And I I just think the delivery um, and when there's our issues that need to be addressed they're just going to be handled in my style and then it's just personal you know it's just how i am and, and i think you have to be yourself you can't try to be somebody else you know rick did a fantastic job so i think those things will remain the same just maybe uh, have a little bit different uh, flavor about them the uh, as far as the football goes you know I've basically been the offense coordinator, the special teams coordinator, and the strength and conditioning coordinator most of the time I've been here. So that just leaves the offense. So defensively, we'll add um, but a little bit, but it's going to be similar to what it's been in, in the other the other areas as well. Offensively, you know, the single wing has been awesome for us. We've obviously had a tremendous amount of success with it. Uh, we're going to try to spread it out a little bit and uh, – be able to throw the football, uh, get, in, get in the gun some, and and maybe get under center. We just want to be a little more multiple on offense. We want those kids that dream about being a receiver and not have to move to some other school so they can do that. So, But having said that, that's, that's the, 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 what's going to be the issue. We've just got to um, you know, stay the course. It's going to take time to develop those guys and develop the quarterback. So, you know, it's like uh, Georgia Tech when they – when they move from uh, option to whatever they're going to do, they've recruited guys to run the option, so now they're going to do something else. So we're not recruiting, but it's the same situation. We gotta, we're going to have to develop some guys. So there'll be a little bit of a learning curve. And now another thing that's uh, kind of a new part of the landscape, and from my perspective, unfortunately, in high school football in Florida, it's this new open enrollment law, which has really had an impact on a lot of programs. It's even impacted our program to a certain extent. Um, 
you know, we've, it's, you know, it's been a major topic we've talked about. We talked about it with Coach D, um, transfers away from Apopka. Um, what do you anticipate there? Do you, do you um, how, how do you see going forward in terms of Apopka specifically, um, you know, uh, in the situation we had where we were losing players to other programs? Yeah, you know, you, you just never know uh, 100% uh, why those things are happening and could be a, a, a bunch of reasons, whether it be a player might not like how it's going for him at a place. He may see an opportunity uh, to have more success at another place or something that will fit his style a little more. He may not want to be in a program where he's held accountable and it's about being disciplined and, and we want upright and a moral character. You just don't know. You may have coaches in their ear from other places. So, But that's all speculation. My thought process on that is this. If we love these kids and we coach them to the best of our ability, a popka is going to have as much or more success than anybody within driving distance because that's what it's been, and I assume it'll be that again because we're going to work to keep it there. So if we're treating them right and we're having success, I think our kids will stay. I told them when I came in I don't need recruits. I don't want to pull for anybody else. I want to coach our kids. And if we have our kids, I am happy with that. So I just think a kid is going to move if he dreams of being a receiver, but you don't throw, that could be a problem. So I'm addressing that. Other than that, if a kid moves, it's going to be a personal issue for him. Or maybe he's a second or third guy, and he might be a a number one somewhere else. So that hurts you depth-wise. But I think everybody has that issue. Speaking with Coach Jeff Rolson on Blue Daughter Sports Central, the new Blue Garter football coach. Now, Coach, I would like to uh, you know, talk about a couple of uh, guys specifically, and um, you know, uh, well, I just ha- I'll have you talk about um, who were some of the guys, you know, that that you know, kind of just foundational guys, if you will. We've got quite a few veteran players, you know, um, in the program who played a lot of football. Who were some guys that you're kind of really counting on to step up and be those leaders and and, and productive players in your first year? Well, you know, we've got some some outstanding players, and uh, we are doing some uh, leadership training with uh, a core group of our our seniors. But, you know, when you start talking about kids, you don't want to leave kids out. But we've got um, some experienced guys up front on the B-line. It's probably one of our strengths. Um, And you're going to see Jalen Carter up there uh, as a starter instead of a rotational guy. Uh, Spivey at end uh, is a returning player that's that's outstanding. Micah Riley is an outstanding player with, with great character. Um, so those are three guys up front. I'm young at the linebacker core, but I really like them. In the secondary, you've got Anthony Fieldings, who is a four-year starter, and he's a great player with great character. So he's he's the guy that kind of sets the tone back there. we got um, uh, Nakai Martinez at the other corner. Billy Riley's back there with experience. So uh, those are awesome, awesome kids, and, and we feel really good about them. Uh, uh, Loman is was a safety. He is going to be a safety, but he's playing some quarterback now. So we're depending on him offensively. You know, we're we're, we're praying that uh, Davis uh, Hamilton is going to be cleared and healthy soon because he is. Uh, he is a big, big-time athlete, and he is—he can do a lot of things. Keen Brown, obviously, uh, is important to us. And then up front, we've got Antonio Merriweather coming back, and we've got uh, um, Von Clark coming back, and those guys are starters. Uh, Molino's coming back, and he, just, he started himself. So I'd say our issues are going to be we got to put an offensive line together um, and then our, figure out what our quarterback situation is going to be. Thanks for those great insights. Friends, we're speaking with Coach Jeff Rolson on Blue Dart Sports Central. He's calling us from the high school. And, and co- yeah, Coach, I wanted to know specifically about Ja'Cory uh, J- Davis-Hamilton. You know, he uh, obviously uh, yeah, goes without saying extraordinary talent. He's been extraordinarily productive till he got injured. But he did suffer that devastating uh, knee injury up at Bartram Trail. 
um, can you share with us about about what his uh, how his uh, you know, recovery is progressing and you know if you know if it looks like he's on you know just share with us his progress and his status. Well, he's he, he looks good. Um, he had an MRI uh, last week, and we're waiting on the results, and and we'll know early next week if, if he's going to be be uh, available uh, or or not. That's really kind of where we're at. We're just we're hopeful that he is. So, um, you know, he's he's a special talent, and he's going to have success whether it's with us or somebody else, but he, he's a big difference for what we want to do. So I, I, I feel confident. He looks good. He looks healthy. So we're, we're just waiting for the good news. The doctor will tell us he, he's good to go. That's great. Well, listen, Coach, it's been great to have you join us, and uh, we're excited about having you as, as our new coach, and I'm uh, really excited about uh, following the game, team and broadcasting the games uh, in the 2019 season. Anything else you'd like to share with us before you have to go back to class? Well, I'm blessed to be here. I love Apopka, and right now we have some needs in the program, and uh, we are doing an online fundraiser on boostmeup.org for uh, weight room equipment, field equipment, things of that nature, and it's going well. So uh, I just wanted to pass the word, boostmeup.org. Thank you, and encourage all the Blue Darters to get over there and, and make your contributions to Apopka Blue Darter football. Coach Rolson, thank you for joining us today. Look forward to catching up with you again thank soon. Thank you. Yes, sir, thank you. Coach Jeff Rolson. Well, friends, that's going to wrap, about wrap it up. We've got about a minute with you and uh, about 30 seconds with you. And, Joe, really uh, enjoyed the show today. Got a lot of great uh, insights from Coach baseball coach McDaniel and from football coach Jeff Rolson. You know, it's exciting to be a blue darter, especially right now, because I'm telling you, future looks good, especially with Coach Rolson there. Exactly. I don't want to jinx anything, but I'm, I'm definitely optimistic about this, this 2019 football season. And don't forget, we're broadcasting live from the Fall Age Festival tomorrow, 11 to 1. Come on out and see us. In the meantime, get up to lunch and have... It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Hi, I'm Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., creator of the original BurnFatOrlando.com. Don't just lose weight, Central Florida. Burn fat. Listen to what our patients have to say. I've tried them all. I've tried the liquid diets. I've tried the prepared food diets. They just don't hold a candle to what I'm doing here. I'm eating decent food and I'm not hungry, and I'm losing weight on a regular basis. You just cannot beat that kind of a deal. I lost 36 pounds in the first 40 days, and then in the next couple weeks after that, another uh, 7 pounds for a total of 43 pounds. Coming up on a year and a half, I still got the weight off. I got up to a size 38, 40 pants and still wearing size 34 pants, so yeah, it's great. My program worked for these patients, and it will work for you, too. We now have five convenient locations throughout Central Florida. Call me at 855-889-THIN. That's 855-889-THIN. Or at BurntFatOrlando.com. And remember, we want to see less of you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.